Pylon listeners, welcome back as we are getting ready for week 16 of the NFL season. That's right, week 16. There's only two weeks left of the NFL season, um, and there's a lot to discuss here uh, in regards to the NFC North. So let's go around on Big Z representing the Detroit Lions. Let's go to the rest of the crew. We got Remy representing the Vikings. Minnesota, keep your heads up. Justin Jefferson's a pro bowler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then let's go to Barney representing the Bears. The Bears have scored 30-plus points in three straight games for the first time in seven years, Chicago. Bill Laser, Laser focused. And then last but not least, Kinger representing the Packers. Boys, good to be back. Coming to you from a remote session tonight. Not at home, but big week. Excited to talk football. Huge week for the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely, Kinger. This is a huge week for the Packers, and we'll get into all of that as we progress. So let's take this in order of the game. So, Remy, we get blessed with a Christmas NFL football game. The Vikings traveling to New Orleans. Uh, and the, the Vikings clinging on to minimal playoff hopes so first of all do you have any news to report about the vikings and just what are your uh gut gut feelings about this game in minnesota and are you happy it's on thanksgiving or uh, i'm so, sorry christmas <laughs> so let me first off start by saying tis the season to be injured we have 11 guys on uh the injury report right now um it's just <laughs> you know we had our we had our meaningful playoff game last week against the Bears, uh, and I use that term playoff game because that's what Harrison Qu- Smith quoted it as a playoff game. Every week from then on out, last week was a playoff game. Our chances decreased. Viking fans, there's still four percent chance. Hope Bears have to lose one, Cardinals have to lose out, and we have to win out. So if that happens, we're in the playoffs. If that doesn't happen, history repeats itself, and uh, we we miss again. Uh, every other year, but um, this game, no, it's uh, it's always it's always a great game against the Saints, and what better way than Christmas Day? And the last time we were in New Orleans was in the playoffs on a on a beautiful Kirk fade to Rudolph, who did not push off, and the, you know there's just always there's always bad blood between these two teams, and it goes back to '09 with the whole bounty gate. We've just we. We never root for the Saints, and we never root for the Packers. Those are kind of top two. If you're a Minnesota Viking fan, I think I can speak for most. Um, but no, I and it seems as if uh, the Saints always get us in the regular season. But you know, come postseason, if we're there, we always get them. So I, I mean, I'll be. It's it's nice to have a game on a holiday. Um, I'll be working, but I'll for sure be getting off in time for this game, no matter if we're in or out of the playoffs. But um, just what you like seeing forward is our rookies cornerbacks progressing uh progressing cam dance cam dancer is now the highest graded rookie per ppf uh cornerback i believe uh so it's great he was hurt a couple games and it's just you gotta you gotta like seeing young guys step up and hopefully kirk not throwing the game away and you just want a competitive game you know um, with that being said, I, I got it. You know, you, you have to take Minnesota in like a 28-21. I know uh, Vegas, I think the over is like 51 and a half, but I'm, I'm going to say Minnesota takes this uh, 
Uh, so Remy, I just wanted to ask you really quickly: um, How do you feel about this Minnesota defense going against going against the likes of Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray? Uh, 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 definitely a, a top tier rushing attack after what we saw with David Montgomery uh, last week uh, in with Chicago. Yeah, I have PTSD from that David Montgomery game. Uh, you know, you're not wrong with the top two, uh, you know, running back tandem. We all, Minnesota, when he had Tay Train, Choo Choo uh, was good with Dalvin Cook, but <laughs> Alvin Kamara is certainly, you know, you argue who the best running backs are today, this season, and you're going to say, you know, in no particular order, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, or, you know, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. Um, but I absolutely hate Kamara with a burning passion because after the Minnesota miracle, he whined and said that Minnesota was a bunch of bitches and all this stuff. And I just, he talks so much shit and you know, we just, we got to just kick him out of the playoffs every year. And I hate Kamara. I hate him. I cannot stand him. Dalvin Cook will forever be better than you, Alvin Kamara. And if you ever hear this, <laughs> you told him. You, you told him, Remy. <laughs> but it is. It, it's. It's. I. I told him. It's concerning though. With um, you know, our guys like Eric Hendricks is probably going to be done for the year. Why bring him back if you know? Uh, it, and we ha- we can't stop the run at this point. So who knows? He might have a field day and end up getting the last laugh. But I'm still going with my 28. All right, uh, Kinger. I mean, how do you feel about this Minnesota team going against? Uh, a New Orleans team that's kind of up and down lately, with but Drew Brees uh, back in the fold. Yeah, I love to see Brees back in action, um, and I just think it really just depends on what kind of Minnesota team is going to show up, right? Uh, you know, Minnesota's obviously got their backs against the wall in regards to their hopes for making the playoffs. It's still possible. Um, but they still got a lot of young guys out there who are still trying to prove their worth. So you hope that Minnesota is going to come out fired up, ready to play. I'm definitely going to be rooting for Minnesota this week, as I'd love to see the Saints take another loss to help out the Packers even further with uh, with uh, getting up that play, locking down that playoff seed. But if they can run the ball, uh, you know, I have I don't see reason why Minnesota can't compete if their guys, you know, are come up fired up ready so what for the do you challenge. Have in, ready what do you have in this game? Uh, you know, I obviously I'm going to take the Saints, um, but I. Again, I do think Minnesota has the ability to compete. So I'm going to go 24-16 New Orleans. All right. Uh, let's throw it over to Barty uh, here. And I, I forgot to mention, Barty, really quick, the the Vikings are seven-point underdogs right now, and the over-under is 51 and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just can't see this game going in Minnesota's fashion. Um, I, uh, I think it'll be competitive. I don't think it'll be any sort of blowout. I think uh, the Vikings will get up for this game for sure. But uh, I I think uh, the Saints are a complete team and they're and they're they're a tough out, especially in the Superdome. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, let's go thirty to twenty four. Ooh, all right, all right, and um, I I agree kind of with the sentiment going on here that Minnesota, you know, is still definitely a tough team to play. Uh, New Orleans, what we've seen out of them lately, isn't necessarily encouraging especially from a defensive standpoint so I do think this will be a close game and we'll be, you know we'll be given a gift of uh, an entertaining football game here on Christmas day um, I'm gonna go uh, 31-28 New Orleans though New Orleans with the win unfortunately Remy I'm sorry 
I'm sorry, Remy. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, come on. No, Big Z. I can't do it. I can't, I can't pull Big the trigger. Big Z. I thought you for sure with the three points. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Walk it off. Come on, Big Z. Oh, I, I can't. I can't put my I reputation root for your on Lions day Dan in Bailey's and day out. Right? You got to think the Saints are going to be fired up this week. If 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 that happens in Minnesota's favor, I mean, yeah, more power to you if it happens, drop. buddy. But uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't go there, unfortunately. Maybe I wish there was what, a player. Will Dan Bailey miss that. a field goal? Probably is. Walk. <laughs> Walk off uh, game winner by Dan. I, I think in a Super Bowl you might find that, but I don't know about a regular season game. <laughs> that would be fun, though. Right. Uh, yeah. So let, let's move on to the next game. Now, this is a Saturday afternoon game. So we got Friday on Christmas. Now we got a Saturday the day after Christmas. I, I like that the NFL um, allowed Lions fans to enjoy their holiday be, and then put the game the day <laughs> after Christmas. It was that, that was really nice of them uh, to do. And they threw it like on noon when everybody's still kind of like hung over from the holiday and they're just like, oh, there's football on type thing. Like, oh, that's nice. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll watch this train wreck of a defense. Uh, but, man, so the Lions taking on Tampa Bay, nine and a half point underdogs. And I I, I, I I'd probably lean towards Tampa Bay here. Uh, I, I, I was the, the best uh, defensive performance that Patricia ever put up in his time in Detroit was when they played the Patriots on Sunday night football. And I, I don't see a repeat performance of that, unfortunately, here. Our defense has gone down the tubes even faster since then. Uh, so, you know, there's not a lot of time to spend on this uh, analysis of this game because it's going to be a, a walk a walk in the park for Tampa Bay, I feel. Uh, so I'm going to go... I'm going to say 34 to 21. I think the Lions could get three touchdowns out of this, but I think Tampa Bay is going to cover that. I just want to throw in there as well, though, that I don't know if you guys saw this, but the NFL changed their rule today where starting uh, next Monday, or I think tomorrow, actually, tomorrow, teams can start requesting interviews with coaches uh, that are currently employed by other teams. Now, those teams can de deny the interviews until after the season's Which over, but... That that this usually happens after the Super Bowl, not um, not during I, the middle of the season. So that that's something new, and I think we'll see some news coming down the line about who the Lions are interested in. Well, last year, if I may add, going into the San Francisco game, so the game before the NFC Championship, Kevin Stefanski was already offered the head coaching job in. Cleveland was as it? he was our offensive coordinator so I hate it yeah I I absolutely cannot stand it that should be tampering because you, you you've just been offered a job going into you know you know you're getting a promotion does it I mean obviously you want to get to the Super Bowl that year if you're already this far in the playoffs but does ha does it have some psychology on it I I just let it be done after the season because Stefanski's probably the best play of caller we've had on offense in years, and we get, you know, one good year with him, and he's already got a gig, you know, when we're potentially two games away from the Super Bowl. It's complete bullshit. It's complete tampering, and I effing hate it. Very passionate about that, Remy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I love the passion, baby. Uh, but 
I mean, I just had to sound off. The quick. thing with these these coaches, the, they they want to get they want to know if they're going to be hired as soon as possible too, because there's a humongous staff to build and, and do it asap because other teams are doing the same thing. Uh, so it's like it's a battle to grab all these guys that you want on your staff. So, I, 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 are you are you are you in hopes? Are the Lions going long term with? Uh, no, Bevels? no, no, no. I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. Did you I, want the you OC know what I forgot from, to mention uh, uh, since the last podcast that the Lions fired their special teams coordinator. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, Braden Combs. Uh, the Lions ran a fake punt uh, midway through the third quarter against the Tennessee Titans, and apparently the special teams coordinator uh, called the fake punt without knowledge from <laughs> of Darren Bevel or his approval. And of course, anybody knows like a, a fake like that usually comes from the head coach, not from the special teams coordinator, unless he has specific permission to do so. Uh, so going over your boss's head, not a good idea. That always get you fired no matter what job it is, NFL or otherwise. I'm guessing he didn't. No, we were short it. too. <laughs> we were short it. by half a yard, and it was. It looked like he got it, but we didn't review it. But uh, nonetheless, we did not. Big Z, it. what's the injury report look like for you guys? Is Stafford good? He looked. Uh, did he look good last week? I mean, I know he's dealing with some shit. Oh, he looked great. He looked great. I don't know if you guys did. You guys see the gif going around of him uh, looking to the like right pylon and throwing the ball over the middle for a touchdown? Did any of you guys see that? Uh, because th- I mean that I mean he he's fine. What I'm trying to say is that he's fine. Uh, no, I did not. He'll be ready to go. Obviously, Kenny Galladay, all our usual injuries. Uh, Trey Flowers, they're all out. Uh, but we'll have our shitty defense out there. Uh, whatever's left of it. Uh, so, but Stafford will be playing. So if you if you're thinking about taking the over, uh, that that's definitely a factor. And Marvin Jones is still healthy. Amendola, so. Uh, but as far as uh, Stafford, good to go. So let's move on to our third game now. Oh wait, whoa, shoot! We get, I need your quick predictions here. Let's go around really quickly, Barney. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa, we need whoa. predictions. Yeah, 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 I know, we I know. Need some predictions. Yeah, we don't, we don't gotta, we don't gotta. Uh, I know he's uh, just, spend too he's much just time trying to move this, on as quick uh, as possible. You know, he, know, he doesn't <laughs> want to make. <laughs> let 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 me start it off, if you will. I'm going to go 31-28 oh in favor of the Lions. What? As a walk-off field goal. I don't I, thank me later. I don't know if I'm going to thank you. Later. I, I kind of want to lose for the better dress. You want Wilson, at, especially at this game know. versus uh, UCF. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Tampa Bay wins this one cold. decidedly. Uh, I think it'll be two scores. Uh, any way you, you want to draw it up. Um, I think Tampa Bay and Tom's probably feeling pretty shitty after a shitty first half versus Atlanta. And uh, Tom's a tough competitor, and he's going to just destroy that Det- Detroit defense. It's going to be 38-20. to 20. All right, Kinger. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on the other side of Tom Brady after that performance last week either. Uh, This screams absolute blowout to me. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38-21. Ooh, all right, all right. A little closer one there from you. I mean, the Lions uh, have battled. It's just that their their defense is just horrible. I don't like the matchup of Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Chris Godwin against our secondary. Uh, It's piss poor. It's it's a bad secondary right now that we have. All right, so let's move on to the third game on the slate here, and this is on Sunday at a normal time at, at noon. 
on a Sunday. The Bears are uh, they're traveling to Jacksonville, right, Brian? Yeah, we're traveling to Jacksonville. We're seven and a half point favorites. <sighs> All right. Uh, so, I mean, how are you feeling? I mean, this is a Jaguars team that suddenly is now the first overall pick. So you, you, you would think, uh, you know, they're trying to take here. I, right? I mean, two? I, I totally think Vegas is in on this. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville is uh, not trying to tank here. Uh, I threw up some uh, sarcastic air quotes there for all of our listeners. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the way I'm looking at this, this looks like the Nick Saban tune-up game before the Iron Bowl. You know, uh, last year it was versus Kentucky when they put up 60 points on them. The year before that was Western Carolina, the Catamounts, when they put up 66 on them, and Citadel 33. You know, at the end of the year, it was going to be in Soldier Field with Green Bay. I thought it might be for the division title. Obviously not. But if it can spoil Green Bay from getting that bye, I think it's just as important, and especially the Bears definitely need to win these next two out. Um, it's it's tough for me to to think this is this is this is not going to be a close game. Uh, if you would have caught me, you know, two weeks ago before I'm riding this super awesome high of Bears actually playing a solid uh, four quarters for I don't know three or four games straight. Uh, you know, I might have said that this is going to get ugly. You know, it might have been a tight game like Green Bay when they faced Jacksonville, but I'm not going to go there. Um, you know, James Robinson, he's an undrafted rookie. He's got a he's got a thousand yards on the year, seven TDs. He hurt his ankle though last week, and uh, you know, reports are saying that you know he's questionable for this game, and that'll definitely hurt them. Um, you know, as if. You know they're they're even gonna try to to lose the gift that the Jets just gave them. Um, you know they're averaging 230 yards uh, through the air and 99 through the ground. Um, they're 17 points for 30 against. I think this is a good matchup for Chicago. Uh, this is a game where everybody's just got to start peaking here. Uh, we got to blow right through these guys and and head to Soldier Field for that Week 17 game with Green Bay. Um, I think Mitchie touchdowns, Mitchie hard count over there, Jeremy Valen. <laughs> I, I think Mitch throws for three touchdowns for the sixth time in his career. Uh, I think David Montgomery tops 100 yards. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I think the Bears blow out a shitty team like they should 31 to 13. Ooh. Yeah. Um I need to say something here. Okay. All right. Well, about three, four weeks ago, <laughs> we were on the same podcast as we do, you know, weekly. And I remember a certain bear and I've been guilty, but maybe to a little less degree. I remember a certain Bears fan who said, blow everything up. Everybody, you know, he's just going to ride the wave until it blows up in his face. And all of a sudden, because he can beat Minnesota and put 30 up for three games straight, they're now the hottest commodity on the market. Barney, we ride the lows, we ride the highs, man. What what has you pumped? Is this Bears team for real, or is it going to be 
you barely get in and then you're one and done, but at least you made the playoffs. Mitch still doesn't get a win. What how much expectation uh, do you I have said for the it, Chicago Bears? Um a couple weeks ago that uh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Um <laughs> I have some theories. You really it's don't conspiracy think that season, right? Uh, I have I I have some conspiracies. Vegas here involved, that, right? Uh, I think you know. I think the Bears knew that they were a good team, and they jumped out to a five and one lead early through ugly games. I'll admit, but. They were like, you know what? This isn't how we want to go into the playoffs. We want to be the underdog teens. We want to be like the Giants when they upset the Patriots, a 9-7 and seven wild card team. We want to be like the Philly uh, Eagles when they were the underdogs all the way through when they upset the Patriots. Um you know, and we went on our six-game losing streak, and I'll tell you, I was in, uh, I was in the pits of despair. But uh, and and I wanted everything blown up, and for the most part, I still do. But you know, the, the, at least from a coaching perspective, I tipped the cap to Nagy for giving up play calling, and since then. You know, we're looking like a much better team. I know our defense is kind of suffering a little bit, but, uh, you know, if we just get healthy and uh, and we peak at the right times, you know, you never, you never want to face a really good defense, you know, in the playoffs. And, uh, the, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Nagy in his first, I don't know, what, what it, whatever games, uh, up until he gave up the play callings, he had never gotten 100 yards out of Montgomery. And uh, since then, Mon- Montgomery's got never? three straight games with 100 yards. Um, I-, I just think it's better play calling. It's less gimmicks. Um, and, you know, I-, I always just said, like, it-, it doesn't take a really good offense to win with this Bears team. I think as long as the Bears defense puts us in good field position, you know, a couple first downs should be a score, and that's enough. And when you're facing a tough defense, sometimes the 20-point mark is all you really got to cross. Uh, so, you know, I, I mean, I've, I'm looking forward to the Bears stepping on the throats of a really bad team. I really want to see that. I don't want to see a close game. If we're gonna be for real, we got to go out there and 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 punch them in the throat, um, and and actually have Green Bay, whether they need to win or lose uh, in Week 17, we need to we need to you know have Green Bay kind of worried. Um, so, uh, as far as as far as the Bears go, dude, I'm, I'm. Super Bowl, the NFC's in, the NFC is a bust. NFC's you don't know who you're gonna get. Let's go. <laughs> Rebby, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen in this? I can't, I can't, I can't knock it. I can't knock it. I would, be, I would be saying the same thing if I was in his position in Minnesota. One, uh, I can't knock it. Um, I guess all I have. <laughs> you know, to say you know what I really like. I would like uh, Derek Henry to absolutely run all over Green Bay this week, and then Green Bay, and then Green Bay come into Week Seventeen. No. And be like, and you know, Aaron Rodgers, like, there's no better team I like to face than the Bears. Like, that fucking loser. You know, and I just hope the Bears go in there the and Aaron we Rodgers beat the shit out of them. And New Orleans gets the bye. <laughs> and Green Bay gets bounced by one of the good running football teams in the first round. <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory <laughs> I can get behind. 
Let's hear some predictions. What do you guys think this game's going to be like? Yeah, let's let's shoot it over to Remy there. Well, uh, you know, for the sake of the Bears, I still have this ongoing $50 bet. So I'm going to rule opposite of the Bears and say they take the L. Uh, we're going to go an ugly game just like you should hedge your bet. 16 hedge your 18. bet and bet on the Bears. That way <laughs> you're going to even out. Yeah, all don't right. Go, exactly. Don't double down, especially with the Jags. <laughs> you never know. You're right, though. That's a smart. That's a smart thing to do. I mean, I, I, I personally like what I, uh, I'm seeing out of this Bears team lately. I think the Jaguars are um, probably saying internally to, uh, b- basically just. Uh, you know, put put. Let's just run simple plays, make it look like we're trying out there, but really we're going for the number one overall pick here, and a rare chance at a superstar quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So, um, I'm gonna say that the Bears win this one, thirty to seventeen. And I uh, I do want to say that right now, uh, Jacksonville is you know setting up interviews, and I think the the front runner is Lewis Riddick uh, going over there. I think. You know, right now, this is a big sales pitch. Right now, for all the guys that want to be a GM, you know, if you're going to start over with a new team, they're not expecting Jacksonville to be, you know, even with Trevor Lawrence to be great right out of the gates. You're given a couple years. I mean, I, I don't understand how you could let this opportunity go and, uh, and, and try to be competitive this week. Yeah. Kinger, last thoughts here? <laughs> yeah, I just absolutely love the mindset. <clears throat> love the mindset that Bears fans have here, right? I mean, this is this is where we're at. They wanted to blow the ship up a few weeks ago. Now they're going to the Super Bowl. They've got belief. They're not scared of the Packers anymore, right? Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, he, he's never had any success against the Bears ever, right? That's the way that we're having this this conversation. And in this week would be a perfect setup for me normally where I would pick against the Bears and Jacksonville coming out and competing. But that fact that uh, the fact that they are do have control of that number one seed and the opportunity to get Trevor Lawrence, there's no way that they're going in there to, to win this football game. Um, I'd like the Bears kind of in a blowout as well. Uh, I still don't think that offense scores as many points as everybody thinks. I'm, I'm going to I'll say 27-14 Chicago, but you got to like the way the momentum the Bears are going. You just got to hope they don't they're not looking too far ahead to Green Bay week 17 cuz you know Absolutely. you know that's definitely Absolutely. on their mind already. Uh, so Barney, a lot of people are expecting cakewalk for the Bears. Hopefully they are also not thinking that coming into the game. It, it, it could be one of those classic trap games that you don't see coming uh, their season's uh over before you know it. <laughs> over. Uh, so let's go to the last game on the slate here. Kinger, that's your Green Bay Packers hosting the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I mean, we just saw what the Titans offense did to the Lions defense, and I'm not saying the Packers defense is the Lions defense, but, um, you know, this is a high-powered offense coming into Green Bay, and especially in the ground game. But also there's A.J. Brown. Uh, Corey Davis has had a resurgent year. How do you feel about this Titans team, especially this offense, uh, against this Packers defense you know my gut tells me that we're going to have a pretty high scoring football game this week um 
you know, you mentioned it right there. The weapons on the Titans offense, uh, they're not to be reckoned with, right? They got some players out there. Obviously, Derrick Henry's in a league, in his, league of his own in regards to uh, running back caliber, having an excellent year. Um, on track to potentially hit, you know, the 2,000-yard rush mark. It doesn't look like he's going to in in line to hit Barry Sanders' record this year, but 2K is definitely still in play. Uh, running like an absolute monster right now, and and definitely from the Packers' side, from the Packers' perspective, you got to be concerned about that. Uh, AJ Brown having a great year, and the reason why I think the Titans are so successful is, is obviously their ability to mix run and pass uh, off play action this year. Ryan Tannehill is actually the number one rated quarterback, uh, so when you have to load the box versus Derrick Henry, it really opens up uh, the outside, as we all know. And now the Titans really have some some players out there. They really are deadly on on the offensive side. Johnu Smith's a, a very underrated athletic tight end as well. So from that perspective, it's going to take an effort from Green Bay's defense that we maybe haven't had or haven't seen yet this year. I want to give some credit to them because over the last few weeks, I have seen some improvement. I think uh, you know it does appear that our scheme is 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 changing slightly in regards to some of the things we've been doing and some of the critiques in regards to sagging off and some of the zone coverages we were playing early in the season. They've only allowed, uh, I think Montgomery was the last 100-yard rusher we've had. The rush defense has been a lot better, but obviously this is a monumental challenge this week, and uh, we're going to see we're gonna see how we handle it. It's going to be a very interesting uh, thing to watch, and I think the other side of the ball brings the same questions I in mean, regards that, that to Titans defense, Packers and their I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a steal day, uh, Kinger. The, the Titans' defense line has not gotten a sack in 11 straight quarters. So that's got to be an encouraging sign to you, especially with the, the Packers' offense uh, or pass blocking already. Uh, yeah, one that's of the tops in the league. Definitely. Uh, a little bit of a rough performance in the second half last week versus the Panthers from that offensive line, letting up a few sacks. But uh, this season, they've been very solid and one of the best in the NFL. And, and like you mentioned, that's, that stat alone, around 11 quarters in a row without a sack, they haven't had a pass rush. We've seen historically what Rodgers can do when you give him time. And just another thing uh, that I came across today. Uh, the Titans' defense is 32nd on third down, and they're 30th in the red zone this year. Uh, the Packers' offense is third uh, in the league on third down conversions, and they are first in the red zone. So those are both critical stats um, that obviously teams have been on the opposite side of spectrums um, with that. So it's uh, it's it's uh, going to be a fun matchup, right? Like I said, I can honestly see it being very similar to that Lions-Titans game last week. I think we're going to get some scoring just like that, a lot of possessions. But uh, we're going to see who can step up and make the big plays, and I'm expecting hopefully some, for some more continuity, continuity out of that Packers offense this week. Let's bring that run game back. Let's try and control the time of possession because the last thing we want is the Titans controlling that and allow Derrick Henry to potentially get, get hot and start running all over us, and then we get burned in the play action. We do not want that. Definitely. So, what what are you uh, what are you feeling for this game? What's the pr- prediction? This is tough, boys. I mean, the line I think I'm seeing is at three and a half, um, and I think this is a field goal game. To be honest, uh, we're going to say a lot of possessions. Like I said, I don't know that both of your teams are going to go over thirty. I do think, at least on the Packers side, I, I want to believe that we have enough defensive playmakers if our linebackers play well to to make some stops and hopefully Tannehill cools off a little bit after last week so I like the over but not by much so I'm going to take 30 to 27 Green Bay at home um, and one thing I did want to mention now outside that prediction because I did mention it last week while we got it so just for the playoff seating for Green Bay you know I had mentioned that New Orleans losing we do have the game up on them but the team that I did forget about was Seattle 
So Seattle's still in play. So the scenario is if Green Bay loses this week and New Orleans and Seattle loses, they can sit all of their starters week 17 and need be. They don't need a win versus the Bears to get that number one seed. If Seattle beats the Rams this week, it, it doesn't matter at all if uh, what happens in that New Orleans game because Seattle can still get us on conference record if we don't beat Chicago in week 17. So this is a big win. Uh, we need some other things to happen in order for really to secure that number one position. But obviously getting that Tennessee win and hoping some of our counterparts can take care of business the way they need to. Uh, we'll see what happens going into that last game versus the Bears. All right. Remy. How do, you, how do you feel this game's going to go? I'm sure you're all over the Packers, right? <laughs> so Tennessee's going to beat the fucking shit out of Green Bay, and it's going to be just fucking so great. Derrick Henry's going to rush for 207 on him, and I'm going to just be sitting back laughing, and it's it's just it's going to be great. Let's give it 34 to 24. We'll make we'll, we'll give you a 10 point loss, but. I guess that's not really beating the shit, but if you beat if you beat Green Bay by ten, I'm gonna call it just getting the shit kicked out of you. I'm sorry, Kinger. You know my rules. I hate the Packers. It's in my blood, but I'm gonna go Tennessee on this one, buddy. Wouldn't expect anything else, Remy. At this point, that's that's the way that's the way she goes. I love it. I'll- and as you can tell, I'm very bitter. <laughs> let's go to barney uh you know i'm gonna echo some of those thoughts in uh minnesota right now um you know there's there's just a time in in the year that you don't want to face a linebacker turned running back and that's when it's cold weather uh i think I think Derrick Henry goes for 200. I think uh, the over-under for his uh, concussed defenders on Green Bay is two and a half. I'm going to hit the over. I think Darnell Savage is going to get his head blown into the second row of the stands uh, by one of uh, King Henry's knees. Um, it's 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 uh, As long as the refs don't continue to only help Green Bay, I think this should be a two-score game. But uh, I'm going to say... A very exciting down to the wire, 38-34 Titans. Oh man! Wow, a lot of a lot of anti-Packer love here, <laughs> Kinger. Shocker, shocker. Apparently, <laughs> everybody's in belief that the Titans' offense is the high is the signature offense instead of the Packers' offense. I mean, uh. This Titan, this Titans game can be a little hot and cold on offense, but I mean, what we saw in the second half uh, last week against Carolina is a little concerning, King. No doubt, uh, with the Packers' offense. But having said that, I think this Titans' defense is really, really bad. Um, I, I like the fact that the Packers are the home team here. So I, I, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a 31 to 28 victory for the Packers here. It's gonna be close. But I do like the Packers' offense a little more against this Titans' defense than vice versa. Uh, I love it, Big Z. I love it. The only guy on Tennessee I am worried about is Gutskowski, and uh, I don't want him kicking too many field goals in Green Bay. I I, I will probably (laughs) say that I think Gutskowski's going to miss one to two field goals. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point too, Barney. That's definitely a good point. 
But I, I think the Packers win, but it's still going to be a meaningful game in Week 17 for the Bears and Packers. Uh, and when is that game supposed to be played right now? Week the week, is it noon? I think it is early. Usually they put the Sunday, but they usually they put the Sunday night game, but only if like both teams know like that they have to be competitive. Like it's not like you see the results early in the day and then you still have to play the game. Uh, do you, so I think that would be a noon game if they did play, or a three o'clock game. Anyways, let's move on now to the uh, final segment here. And that, of course, uh, we're doing it, we're recording this a little earlier. Uh, Christmas is coming up and everything like that. Uh, but we're going to do best bets. So, Barney, let's throw it over to you. We only got two weeks left. I, I, I guess we include the playoffs. We'll include the playoffs in there. But, uh, Barney, what, what do we got with the standings here? All right. Um, down in the cellar is Kinger, but he did just go 3-0 and last week. Kinger, so baby, let's the go. Ki- the kid's hot. The kid's hot. Ha Um, and tied for second Let's go, boys. is Big Z Thanks. and Remy. I re- it means it means a lot. You acknowledge that, Barney. It really does. <laughs> hey, I, bl- I, I I gotta give you a little gotta give you a little love. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Everyone, right? That's what they say. <laughs> and uh, yours truly is your uh, 15 consecutive uh, weeks winner here. Um, and uh, you know, mm. I'm I'm just gonna say. Both. I I like a lot of games this week. I it's it's hard for me to choose. Who's gonna fuck up your parlay this week, Barney? Uh dude. Well, you know what? Just because he said that, I did like Indianapolis minus two at Pitt, but I'm not a big grudge guy because grudges get you fucked up. Um, <laughs> let me let me let me think through this here. I think the most obvious one, uh, the Chicago Bears. We're laying a touchdown and and a hook. I I don't I don't understand how this team has turned things around. But I think uh, Gardner Minshew and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't going to want to come out after halftime. Uh, whether it's a low scoring game or high scoring game, that seven this and a half is going to cover, baby. Chicago and I love minus it. seven and a half. <laughs> um, the second game. I'm going to go Tampa Bay, minus nine and a half at Detroit. Fuck you, Barney. Fuck uh, you. Like I said, Tom Brady is probably still pissed off. He probably didn't kiss his kids goodnight uh, <laughs> since that first half in Atlanta. He wants redemption so that his kids will love him again. And, uh, and you know, like you got that offense. And, and Big Z you talked about it. You got that offense with, with, your, <laughs> with your rundown defense. I, I can't see that being closer than nine and a half points i i would uh, hate yeah. i would hate for stafford to be a uh a backdoor cover right here but i'm stafford gonna the classic backdoor cover he's an all-timer right there he does so worry watch out. me watch out watch out man he's coming for you and uh you know i just i don't think green bay can get it done versus a really good rushing team wow it's one of your best three and tennessee has a Shitty defense, but Green Bay will not be able to cover three and a half. I'm going Tennessee plus three and a half in Lambeau. Bear down. I feel like that was an emotional bet. <laughs> it may These have are been. All, he, all his best bets are the NFC North ones here. And two going against our team's Kinger and then one for his team. So I, I don't know if he's been more emotionally over here this week. Uh, I like it for myself. 
Um, let, let's move over to Remy now. Remy, you've moved in a second, a tide with me, man. You were way behind me. Now you've caught up uh, over the last few weeks. So are you going to stay hot here? What do you got? Yeah, right now I'm just mainly focused on dethroning the whatever 15 straight accolade he gave himself. Um, so we need to do that. We need to dethrone <laughs> that. But starting off, you, you know, you can't, you can't steal second base without your foot off first. That being said, my best bets. All right, San Francisco. And <laughs> I got San, I like San Francisco, baby. We got we got we got the Iowa former Man, Iowa Hawkeye CJ Bethard stepping in, who I believe in his rookie preseason game had like a 98-yard rushing touchdown and he is not a runner, so he was gassed after that. Um but no, I like the Niners to at least cover uh, four and a half points um, against the Cardinals, and you know the Cardinals have to lose. So wh- whether the Cardinals win or not, I think San Fran can stick around in this game. So I got San Fran plus four and a half. Uh, the next game, um, I'm going to take a little bit of advice from you, Barney. You said the Giants have been known to cover all year, and I look at that ten and a half point spread, and I think, why not? So I'm gonna take the Giants plus ten and a half, and then last but certainly not least, I just got Cleveland to cover their uh, nine and a half minus nine and a half against the Jets. I think the Jets beating the Rams was a one-time thing, and I do believe in this Cle- Cleveland team is gonna be good at the right time, and this right time is going to be beating the Jets by at least ten points. All right, and uh, I just want to circle back to that for a moment, Remy. Uh, just I don't under- what is that? I've never heard that phrase before. It's to take a step off first to get the second. <laughs> hey, you you know you got to lead off somehow, and that's how we're doing it. Is that what they say? Is that what they say in Northwest Iowa? <laughs> we're, we're Northeast Iowa. <laughs> Northeast Iowa, sorry, Northeast. Yeah. Come yeah. on, that tri-state area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy all right kinger let's throw it over to you man uh three and oh you're red hot are you gonna keep it absolutely. going absolutely you know it and only took me this long to get my first undefeated week but we're just gonna keep it rolling although there is a little bit of an emotional bet coming here so i was dogging barney earlier and we'll see if this comes to fruition but i'm gonna take the first game i got i'm gonna i'm gonna take the red hot <laughs> miami dolphins uh i know the raiders played a pretty good game last week against the chargers but the dolphins are laying two and a half uh, in Las Vegas, I like the momentum they're going. If Tua can just seems like if he could just get a little, another weapon on that offensive end and maybe throw the ball down the field a little bit more, I still believe that this Dolphins team uh, has a little bit more potential than what they've shown. We already know that defense is good, so I'm going to take them this week. I'm going to ru- yeah. Devontae Parker's not uh, playing in that game. Oh, he's not. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm still not. rolling with it. We're still going Dolphins. I didn't know that, but I'm still going to hit that. Uh, I'm also on the Bears this week again. I hate it, but. If I, I fully believe Jacksonville is just going to lay down, there's no reason for them to compete in this game. The Bears are on momentum, have a good momentum. I'm, I, there's no reason they shouldn't win by more than seven and a half. There's a very sketchy, very below average football team. And then the last game, just for the emotional part of it, the Rams just lost to the Jets last week, but uh, they are two point underdogs versus Seattle this week. I, I like them to bounce back. I also really want them to win because I want Seattle to lose, but. Uh, I think Sean McVay makes make some changes there. There's no way they come out flat after getting embarrassed last week by the Jets. I like they come up fire come out fired up, ready to play, and 
I might even sprinkle money line, but I, they're gonna they're gonna cover the two. All right. So if you if you think Kinger's really on a heater, follow his advice Absolutely. right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna uh, come in here and wrap this up. Uh, so I agree with Barney about the Bears here. I don't like that. I don't know why the spread is so low. I would expect it to be around like kind of like where the Lions uh, line is right now against the Buccaneers at nine and a half. Uh, maybe because the Bears are on the road here. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but I love the Bears as at seven and a half point favorites. I take that all the way up to nine and a half. I think I'd take it all the way up to nine and a half. Uh, the second one I like is the Colts, two point under, uh, two point favorites. Sorry, against the Steelers. This Steelers team does not look good. They don't look like they have the solution coming anytime soon. Besides, maybe Deont uh, who is it? Oh no, Juju Smith-Schuster doing the dances on the logo. Luckily, he's at home, so there's no dancing on any uh, opponent's logo this week. Life comes at you quick. And uh, you know, before I get to the last pick here, I just want to mention something really quick. Did you guys see Dwayne Haskins this week? <laughs> Oh my yes. God! What a knucklehead, <laughs> dude! Especially because he didn't even have a great game. I know, but if if somebody didn't see the story, uh, there's there's two pictures. There's like all these strippers wearing Dwayne Haskins jerseys while like watching the game, and then there's a picture later at night with Dwayne Haskins hanging out with the strippers with no mask on. <laughs> Oh, he's like throwing he's like throwing cash at little girl's ass or something like that in the picture. It's a weird photo, but that just, guy that guy like, just what is he, doing? he just got like, you know, given Re Rivera's good graces to play again. Yeah. You know, I, I don't understand how that knucklehead does something so idiotic. This is after last year when uh he beat the Lions and he was taking a selfie in the stands instead of taking the last knee out of the game. So he continues to just be an idiot uh and self-sabotaging his own career in the wise words of Car cardale jones a fellow ohio state alum he didn't play he didn't come here to play school <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and then so I, I need my third one here oh this this third one's tough ah you know what i i gotta go uh, i gotta go with the browns i gotta go with the browns yeah nine and a half i agree I think that Jets uh, game was a one-off for sure. I think this Browns team is still playing really good, um, and they're going to dominate both in the ground and in the air in this game. Uh, Baker Mayfield, if you haven't watched him lately, he's playing like a, a former first-round draft pick. Uh, whatever happened last year with Freddie Kitchens, uh, he's definitely turned around here, especially in the second half of the season. So second half of the season, Baker Mayfield uh, looking really good. And I just want to throw out to there, I don't know if my buddy Pod is going to listen to this one, but I want to bet with him. When Baker Mayfield was drafted, I said he's going to be really good. Uh, he thought he was. He thought Baker Mayfield was going to be Johnny Manziel 2.0. So what I bet him was that Baker Mayfield would win ten games in a regular season and make the playoffs as a Brown starter. So I'm going to bet. I'm going to pay off on that bet this week. So congrats to me and Pat for to listening. You. Uh, you know, too bad. Uh, so I think that's going to wrap it up here. Uh, you know. Christmas is coming up, so we want all our listeners to enjoy the holidays as much as they can. Uh, so Instagram at the Pylon, Twitter at the Pylon Pod, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe there. Please share this and please leave a review on Apple. We really appreciate it. Uh, but otherwise, you know, gentlemen, 
I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Uh, Remy, I guess enjoy yours, uh, depending on the outcome of that game. Uh, so enjoy your morning, Remy. Enjoy yes. your morning before it, it start get starts getting a little more stressful in the evening G- for you. Game starts at 3.30, so I might skip Christmas dinner if uh, I just, I'm at a loss of appetite. There's this thing, Remy, called uh, you know a mobile phone where you can watch games on it now, and you can sit at the table and watch it, and also you know you, you can do you can multitask now, unless you know you're not about the phone life watching games. I don't oh, know any any which <laughs> but, way I can watch a Viking game, I'll get it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, gentlemen. So Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas to our listeners, uh, and we'll reconvene. Uh, Shortly after these games wrap up on Sunday, I'm sure there'll be a lot to discuss. So for Barney, Remy, Kinger, I'm Big Z. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and happy holidays. And for all those Dewhawks out there, Greg Gumble, calling the Bears game. Dewhawks support Dewhawks. Come on, Greg. Come on, Greg. (laughs) 